Welcome to Prajna Spark's special series, 59 Days of Healing, where we explore one maxim from the Tibetan Lojong text, seven points for healing dualistic mind each day to integrate the practice into our lives. Today is day 29, and we're in the midst of point six, healing promises. Maxim 29 reads, detox your inner fuel. Let's think about what this inner fuel might be. Certainly, it can mean all of the stuff that literally drives us, that fuels us on a day-to-day basis. If we're being fueled by various kinds of emotional and mental states that are causing havoc with our mind, our heart, and our life, that's an easy place to begin this detox process. It can also mean what we take in, the food that we feed our mind and heart. If we're feeding a lot of harshness, violence, difficulty, divisiveness, that kind of thing, that's going to just fuel this very dualistic mindset, this habit of putting things in boxes that are very limiting to the whole spectrum experience of whatever that thing may be. What this maxim is inviting us to do is to get to the most primal of our motives, that sense of self, which we've been talking about throughout, which we perceive of, generally speaking, as lasting, independent, and unitary. There may be other ways that you connect with that, and this is a really good time to pause, think back to Maxim 19, that all of the Buddha's teachings have a single purpose, to uproot that mistaken idea of a truly existent self, and think about how that idea of a self turns into motivations that are not the best fuel for us. They're not very clean fuels. We want to run on clean energy. We don't want stuff that's going to pollute our mind, our heart, our environment, and the relationships we have with others. One way we can think of exactly what kind of a self, so to speak, actually exists is to think of ourselves as one nexus in a web of relationships with everything that lives, with the environment, and so forth. To the extent we are fueled in our relationships, our actions, our connections with other beings in the world, from a perspective of self-importance, of me first, this is the inner fuel that can really make a lot of things go awry for us. Things that do not line up with what we would want for ourselves in the best case scenario. What this maxim is asking us to do is to begin to detox that. We're going to be at very different places in our life around this on any given day. If this is the first time you've ever even dealt with the idea of a self, this is going to be pretty intense instructions. Or if you've been dealing with this kind of thing for many years, but you're going through a rough patch in your life, that will also be difficult. My teacher in Nepal, who is just absolutely brilliant and an incredible debater and can cut to the quick of any argument on the idea of a truly existent self, 
told me about going through a very bad earthquake in India. And he said, you can spend all your life debating a truly existent self, but in the middle of an earthquake, there's a self. <laughs> that's what we're trying to get at. That really deep motivation, it's hard to immediately access, but it does have some much more immediate implications. And this maxim is asking us to be lighter, more creative, less intense around this idea of self-importance and allow ourselves to hold the idea of any kind of self in me, in you, in them, even in objects with much more warmth, tenderness, and affection rather than bias and attachment to our particular views, beliefs, opinions, and so forth. I appreciate this idea that the inner fuel is emotional and mental states as well as other things. But I am also curious about the fuel that we take in in terms of what we're eating. Talked about thinking of ourselves as in a web of relationships with everything that lives. So how do we make decisions about to what extent we are eating those other beings that we're in relationship with? What guidance do you have on that? That gets to the literal sense of this maxim in the Tibetan, it's actually asking to avoid toxic food. What does toxic food mean? Certainly, as you say, there's a very good argument for saying anytime you're eating a being, an animal of some sort, that's got to be toxic because you're eating the flesh of a creature that you're in relationship with. There is also a lot of arguments about the impact on the environment that the various industries supplying animal flesh for food has. These are questions for each of us to take up. I really want to stress that there aren't any pat answers. There aren't any one-size-fits-all answers to these things. It's really more leaning into the questions in our own individual circumstances and feeling the implications that is going to detox the situation for us. The Buddha didn't teach so that we would all become vegans. He teaches so that we all become Buddhas. I really like that distinction, that that they're not necessarily the same thing. You don't have to be vegan to be Buddhist. You don't have to be vegetarian to be Buddhist. But the feeling, the implications of whatever it is that you are taking in. I know I've heard people talk about this in terms of, you know, even if you're eating vegetables, there are animals that have died, the insects that they died when they're clearing the fields that, you know, I've heard people talk about in terms of it's better to eat part of a cow than to eat a shrimp cocktail with 12 beings rather than part of one. So I've heard lots of different ways of thinking about it. And so it's, it seems like that really gets at that. There's not just one answer. There's a lot of ways of thinking about it, but the importance is putting some attention to it and, and really experiencing what the implications are of that. I don't want to make light of people who choose to be vegan or vegetarian because of ethical reasons. I'm vegetarian and I have been for decades. More recently, I've had health issues that require me to eat fish a couple of times a month. And I've had to make my peace with that. It's not something I'm particularly pleased with. The important thing is that whatever decision we make, it's not a decision we make once and check the box and we're done. We 
engage with that in sense of presence, not so much about guilt or shaming ourselves, but with a sense of presence all the time. We need to detox self-righteousness about being vegan or vegetarian as much as we need to detox the callousness or casualness, just eating anything in sight without thinking. This maxim has a much more inward intention. I often point out that the Tibetan word for Buddhist is inwarder, nangpa, one who turns inward for answers to the questions that life presents. But if we want to look at this maxim from the perspective of outer conduct with respect to the fuel that we take in as food, here too, the point is not so much to pick a binary option, vegan or meat eater, but to recognize that this is an ongoing process. The fact that we are a nexus in a web of relationships is not necessarily all rainbows and flowers. The character of those relationships is in our hands. So whether we're talking about the food we eat or anything else, the point is to be aware of the impact that our choices have on the quality of the relationships that we not only have, but in a very expansive sense, are. The other area where I hear people talking about detoxing is getting toxic people out of their lives. You know, I hear people talking about this sort of self-protectiveness against people who are toxic. And I'm wondering how you think about that in terms of this idea about, you know, non-dualistic mind and who is the self and who are others and what's our relationship with them? This is also a really poignant question because the reality is that we might experience people as toxic and yet nobody is toxic. There's no such thing as a toxic person on an ultimate level, certainly. Even on a more immediate level, there could be people whose behavior is entirely inappropriate, harmful, unhealthy, you could even say toxic, or it could be that we're not in a place where we can handle it. There's any number of different explanations for what are called toxic people. I'm not a fan of the phrase. We may not be able to interact with somebody on a given level. We might need time or distance with particular people to set up wholesome boundaries, spaces where there is mutual respect. This is precisely why the non-dualistic perspective is helpful. To say that we're working with this from a non-dual perspective doesn't mean that we go from calling somebody a toxic person to saying, oh, come on in whenever you like, 24-7, 365, I'm ready for you. That's not non-dualism. It's just the opposite dualism of the first dualism. <laughs> it's not what non-dualism is about. It's about a lot more fluidity, a lot more immediate responsivity in any given situation, in any given time, rather than just crossing somebody off a list because they're toxic. More likely than not, that person is going through whatever it is that they're going through, and so are you. And that means that at least for a time, and maybe indefinitely, there needs to be some space, some distance, some way of handling the situation. And that's appropriate. But to sort of seal somebody in that box 
of toxic person. That's just feeding dualistic mind, another fuel to detox. Instead, this maxim is encouraging us to turn inward, to find what's happening in our experience that's manifesting as boxing someone in this quite rigid category of toxic. Of course, whenever we're talking about non-dualism and we still have a very ingrained habit of dualistic thinking, it's not going to be non-dual per se, but the approach is one that encourages more openness, freshness, and sensitivity to our circumstances. This has been Yeshe and Tanya on day 29 of Prajna Spark special series, 59 Days of Healing. Tune in daily for more maxims from the Tibetan Lojong text, Seven Points for Healing Dualistic Mind. Check the episode notes for more resources. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Prajna Sparks, and email us at sparks at prajnafire.com with any questions. May all beings benefit.